everybody, this is Lindsay Monroe. I am walking across the country from South Carolina to hopefully San Francisco. So I hope you uh, listen in and enjoy the trip. Oh, Lindsay's got a plan to walk from sea to shining sea and meet the many people who make up this country. So turn in every week to hear her stories along the way as Lindsay walks across the USA. Hello. Hey, can you hear me? I can. Can you hear? Well, yeah, obviously you can. Yeah, hmm. I can hear you, yeah. <laughs> How's it going? Is it good? It's going fine. Okay. Yep, we're in good shape. Okay. Because I don't know. How are you? Uh, no, I'm good. I'm, uh, you know, I'm in like the last house I'll probably be in for a while, so I'm doing good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, I feel like I've said that a lot of times, but then that doesn't happen. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're 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 in Amarillo, or where are you? Yeah, so I am in Amarillo, and I actually walked through Amarillo today. So when I ended my day today, I'm like just outside the city limits, so still in Amarillo, just not in the actual city. Hmm. They have like city county limits, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I was dropped off. <laughs> in like the worst part of town and then walked to Cadillac Ranch, which is like something I've been looking forward to for over a year. Cause I knew it was there just from, cause it's pretty well known from like, you know, um, the route 66 world and roadside America books and all that kind of stuff. So I've known that Cadillac Ranch has been outside of Amarillo for two years now. So I was very much still looking forward to it. The last two to three miles of my walk was rather pleasant and excited. So it's just a bunch of cars upside down, a bunch of Cadillacs upside down in the dirt that you get to spray paint. I should have gotten two colors of spray paint, but I didn't because I wasn't thinking. I was too excited. So what did you, what did you spray paint? I wrote Lindsay Walk. Hmm. I spray painted. I got hot pink because I was wearing my hot pink shirt with the one hot pink shoe and i mean like i've never been a pink girl but i do own and seem to wear a little bit of hot pink and so i just guess it is kind of one of my signature colors so i just went with it <laughs> and so i spray painted lindsay the hashtag lindsay walk ah. yes i did i mean i don't know if you can see it on the pictures on facebook but that's what it's supposed to say and then Stardust, which has been, uh, you know, a trail name that's been given to me back in Arkansas that I use and say, I say Stardust a lot. So it's just kind of a trail name, Stardust and Dirt and that kind of thing. Um, and then I did Go Celtics, well, Go Bruins and Celtics because they're both in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I am born and raised in Massachusetts, so I am a Boston athletics fan all the teams sure <laughs> and then um i did like monroe like i wrote my last name and then yeah but i did have to walk through like the ghetto of amarillo yeah so that was exciting so what is what's how big is amarillo uh, i actually have a picture of the population that i took today i think it's around two hundred thousand to be honest yeah so not a huge city in comparison to, you know, like a New England or a Massachusetts city even, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, 
they have the big Texan, which is that place where you can eat a 72 ounce steak and there's billboards uh, for miles from like Oklahoma. They might get your free 72 ounce steak. You just have to eat all 72 ounces plus a salad, plus a roll, plus a drink and three fried shrimp. That's all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can have a free steak. <laughs> and if you don't finish it, it's $72. Uh, yeah. So I've known about, I've heard about this steak since like Arkansas, you know, and I've seen the sign since Oklahoma. And I knew I wasn't going to try it because that just seems a little ridiculous. But the family that I'm with has been here, you know, they, they live very close. They're like, yep. We do have to bring you there. <laughs> um, so they brought me, and some guy from Liverpool was attempting it, and it was right as we were leaving, he sat down. So I do not know if he was able to do it or not. Yeah. Um, my, so my mother, you know, as you know, uh, worked at the Whataburger. Yep. Yeah, and, and they had a, you know, one of those man versus food kinds of things. Right. Um. And she said that the key to it was that uh, you could have free soft drinks, but you should not take them because it would just fill you up more. No, yeah, that you don't. You you shouldn't drink any liquid when you're trying to eat like that. You need to save all that space. Yeah, <laughs> but I actually, I I actually tried. It wasn't a a quantity thing. It was a hotness thing. Yeah. At this barbecue place in Providence, and I learned that the real secret to those things is that even if you win, you lose because you're going to be sick for days. Exactly, and that's how all of these things go. Even if you win, you lose. Yeah, a free seventy-two ounce steak that you're going to be dealing with in your intestines in one way or another, whether it comes out the top or the bottom for the next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't. Let's just say I had like a. 10 or 12 ounce steak that night. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, so... So what's a uh, Amarillo slum like? Uh, you know, here's, here's what's funny. And I'm, and I'm just going to I'm just gonna give a little advice out. You know, this has been something I've dealt with A, my entire life, but also my, um, my walking life. Mm-hmm. When a woman is walking down the street, and I don't know why it always seems to be the ghetto, I'm not judging anybody who happens to live in the ghetto or has, you know, a trash bag as a window. Do not honk, hang your head out the window and scream, you know, whatever it is you think about any female's body as they're walking down the street. It's just something I don't recommend. Don't follow me for a couple of blocks. Don't whistle. Don't, don't just, just, just leave me alone because the only thing you're doing, you're not getting me excited about anything that has to do with you and your whatever, all you're doing is getting me excited about putting my finger on my mace and getting my knife out. Hmm. Yes. So that's kind of what every ghetto feels like for me is like getting the mace ready. Stop following me. I went from like a wave to like, you know, a guy who like let me cross the crosswalk and I put my hand up and I've got like a hoodie on plus a vest plus a long sleeve and a tank top. Like, I'm, and then I'm in yoga pants. It's like, I, there's nothing happening here. And I have sunglasses on. You can literally see maybe three inches of my skin. W- what are you honking at? Like, you know, just, and why are you following me? Just go away. And it happened for the first, like, 
three miles of the day. And I know it happens to every woman and it's just really annoying. And the woman who dropped me off as soon as she came and picked me up. So the family, the pain family that I'm staying with and the re how I met them, they were the people that I met in the brewery in Oklahoma city for like five minutes when I was in Oklahoma city. I think I talked about the fact that I do well in bars and I walked in, like I was finally left to my own devices in Oklahoma city and I met a couple from Amarillo. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, they're, they're the family who took me in. It's three girls. Um, and then Kenna and Bobby are their parents and they're awesome. I mean, I met them in a brewery, so we knew we'd get along, but, um, she felt really bad. So as soon as she comes to pick me up at Cadillac ranch, she was like, so after I dropped you off, I didn't realize how bad that neighborhood, I guess I didn't remember because I don't really go there that often. I didn't remember how bad it was until I was like driving through it after I dropped you off. I was like, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was, it was, uh, interesting to say the least. I was like, but it was also 10 o'clock in the morning, nine thirty in the morning. So not a big deal, <laughs> you know, just annoying more than anything. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I'd put destitute, uh, you know, houses falling down, houses the size of my sister's house, you know, hundred square foot houses just falling down and like using duct tape and trash bags to like, you know, shut their windows kind of thing. Which is sad. Yeah. Doesn't mean you have to doesn't mean you have to honk at me, hang out your window and say inappropriate things though. So. Uh like one guy even went by, You're too cute to be out here walking by yourself and I was like, No, I'm not. Trust me, I'm I'll be just fine. Thanks. Have like just so you know, buddy. Anyways. No, they, I mean, honestly, though, that's just something that goes on. And every, honestly, like every time I'm feeling like in an uncomfortable city or whatever, those are very common things. And every woman knows where I'm coming from. So I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> but honestly, Amarillo is cool. Like, uh, it's a very up and coming. There's a lot of building happening, that kind of stuff. There's a big medical um, like pharmaceutical and, uh, you know, how like UMass keeps building kind of like that, like, uh, Texas A&M and other things just building out around here. Um, and it's the only city literally between Oklahoma city and Albuquerque. So, right. So I actually picked up a bunch of supplies because my friend Logan has been dealing with like snow and really cold weather. So I got a new sleeping bag, got a new winter coat. Um, got more dehydrated food because I know that I'll probably have a four-day stretch without seeing a human being kind of thing. So I had to pick up those types of supplies. And then he even recommended sand goggles because the wind is so bad and it's so sandy. There, there's not a whole lot between here and Albuquerque. A couple little small towns, but really a whole lot of like big, big open uh, spaces with nobody around. So, you know, gotcha. Um, but yeah, so this week, what's the stuff that happened this week? So Donald, the man with the cross left, we were separated ways. We, we weren't good pacing. We got along very well, had a very good time. He definitely moved slower. I moved a lot faster. He even said to me like, uh, yeah, you like, I never, move this fast or do this many miles and like yeah 
He's like, we're going to have to go separate ways. I was like, yeah, agreed. Cause you're slowing me down, bro. You know, kind of thing. Um, and he has family in Texas. So his cousin actually came up and like picked him up and, uh, he went down to visit family and he's going to walk from a different part of Texas and start to head up towards New Mexico. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So then I was on my own. So we only, we, we spent a couple of days kind of like rest area, like self, we were self camping. So places we weren't supposed to be, but. And then you did Facebook live from like all of them. Uh, yes. Well, okay. So <laughs> my friend Logan does Facebook live Yep. and he started talking to me kind of about it. And I was like, yeah, you know, I feel like I, I feel like I should do like more Facebook live. You're like even when I put up the one of Cena, everybody was really happy. Mm-hmm. So I did one when we were crossing into Texas. I did the one, and then my mother was like, "Oh, it was so nice to see you live. It's like you're really alive, and I know that you're alive because you're live." And she misses me by one minute every single time I go live. So I <laughs> yep. think I need to send her a text message every, literally one minute every time. Yep. And I like hang on and I'm like, okay, guys, I'm really leaving this time. So mom, if you're out there. Um, <laughs> but also then I had like my family, the, the Prague Prague family, the little kid Reese, he's like six years old and the mom called me and she was like, so when you did that Facebook live where I showed Cena, she's like, Reese thought he was like, Oh my gosh, Cena's so close. I feel like I could reach out and touch her. And he got like all emotional. So I'm like, Oh my God. Like so people are basically telling me that they really enjoy it. So I, when I'm at kind of cool places, I feel like I should share that yeah. with everybody. You know what I mean? No, I definitely, I mean, I like seeing them for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I think I did it too because when I was watching Logan's and I went live and was like watching him and I was messaging him and he's like, Lindsay, why'd you send your winter coat home? Like, you know, it's really kind of cool to interact with people right in the moment. Yeah. And so I totally understand that aspect of it and was like, you know, I think this is a good thing, especially if I can get people who have been with me from the beginning of this journey, you know, asking questions or seeing exactly where I'm doing at that moment. I think it's just really cool. Yeah. So I've been doing a couple more. I don't want to inundate people with it. Not once a day, probably, but, um, you know, and let people know how I'm doing and see that I am doing well, not just a picture here and there. It's like, no guys, I'm fine. Like still healthy. And you know, (laughs) yeah, you know, I just, I just think it's, I mean, it seems like, at least a couple times it's been when you were someplace that you were maybe not a hundred percent supposed to be. <laughs> so, well that, yeah, that's fun too. <laughs> when I say someplace cool, sometimes I mean someplace illegal. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, no, well, let's see. I did it from the Oklahoma, Texas line. I'll definitely do it every time I cross into a new state. Yeah. Cause that's exciting. Yeah. That's cool. Um, and then I did it from the rest area that, well, yeah, we found out in the morning we weren't supposed to be there, but we kind of knew, but it didn't say no camping. And there's people sleeping in their tractor-trailer trucks, their cars, and their RVs. Why can't I sleep in a sleeping bag? I don't understand what the difference is. Mm-hmm. It's a 24-hour rest area. Why is it just because I'm in a sleeping bag, you know, outside, 
yet those people are in a car, but we're all on the same property. What's the difference? Um, I got stopped by the police again. Mm-hmm. This time, for the first time ever, my ID was taken. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and I was kind of, like, offended, to be honest, because <laughs> technically, I didn't have to give him my ID. True. Because I wasn't breaking the law. I wasn't on an interstate. I wasn't even in the road. I was actually on the shoulder. I had no baby in my cart. <laughs> and so, yeah, I he was really nice. A very nice man. He comes up, and he's like, Hi, we got a phone call about, uh, you know, a girl on the side of the road, whatever. Like, yeah, hi, I'm walking, blah, 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 blah. He's like, uh, and I hand him my card. And it's always very weird because I have this cart and I go digging for, like, things. I'm like, are they going to, like, think I'm about to shoot them? Like, this is weird. And there's a knife attached to the top of my cart, like, a foot away from him that he's looking at. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, like, a mace hanging from another part of the cart. He's literally looking at weapons as we're having a conversation. You know, I'm like, cool, this is uncomfortable. I go to grab for something. It makes me feel weird. Um, but I hand him a card like, yeah, here's Lindsay Walks. Like, and he's like, yeah, I need to see your ID. I was like, oh, oh, but no, you don't. Okay. And I'm like, let me get it for you. I was so disappointed though. Cause I'm like, but I'm not breaking any, I'm literally just walking down. Like I just told you, all right, fine. Here's my ID. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, comes back like, oh, you know, I'll let the other counties know how many times have you been stopped. I'm like, you're like seven, the seventh person to stop me. I was like, you're the first to ID me, though. And he's like, oh, well, you know, da, da. like, you know, I didn't, yeah. He was really, he was really nice. And I was like, just let the next county know, keep their eye out on me, but, you know, they don't have to ID me or like make me go through this and make me feel like a criminal. Uh, and then he was my Facebook friend like 30 seconds later. So, yeah, that's, uh, Hmm. Well, cause I, I could have been myself and been like, I'm not giving you my ID. I didn't break any laws, but like, I'm not trying to start trouble anywhere that I am. And I would like their assistance through the state possibly. Right. So I was like, yeah, sure. I have nothing to hide. Here's my ID, whatever. But at the same time, like I'm not actually doing anything wrong. So maybe you could just be nice and or he, and he was very nice. I mean, he was probably just, I don't know why he asked my ID, but it's cool, you know, whatever. <laughs> but at the same time, yeah. Yeah. I'm saying all the other cops like literally show up and they read the fact that it says no baby on board and they're like, Oh, we're so sorry. Somebody said there was a woman pushing a baby down the road kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they apologize and they're like, they don't even ask for my name, you know, and I give them my card. So then actually I was texting with um, the family that was picking me up. He's like, yeah, just let me know when you want me to come get you. And I was like, well, the cops are here. Now is probably a good time, <laughs> you know? Mm. So he came and got me. So I was like, this isn't the time to get into a legal debate. <laughs> yeah. You don't really don't want to escalate things. That's not what I'm looking for. I'd rather have them like be looking out for me too. Through, I mean, I'm walking. It's easy for them to give me a hard time. If that's, you know, how I, if I give them a hard time, you know, then it's not worth it. So. Right. It's not like you're going to be 300 miles away. And then I told Tim and he's like, what is this? What are you in Sturbridge, Massachusetts? And everyone in Sturbridge knows what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody in Sturbridge knows what I mean. Um, Cena's been limping a little bit, so any days off that I can give her, I've been giving her. Have you had got 
anyone looking at your cart or your foot? No, no. You know, all things. I mean, I have a new flat tire that I have to deal with. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while, exactly. And I have a tube for it. And I went and picked up a new bike pump because I did have a flat tire. Or the tire went flat. And then I went to pull my bike pump out and the nozzle fell out and I couldn't find it for like 45 minutes. Mm. So luckily, this. Uh, so I met these people um, in one of the motels I stayed at. And it was a uh, daughter, father, and then his wife um, team. And the the stepmother was driving the sag wagon, the support and gear wagon. And then the other two were biking. So me and the daughter, and who's like uh, in her 40s, ended up just sitting outside talking all night, like drinking wine outside the motel. And... Uh, just really got to know each other. They're from Oregon, so <laughs> talk and we were talking about all the red states that we were in. So it was kind of interesting. And um she wanted to take Cena home with her. And then the next morning her stepmother drove me like five because Cena was limping really bad that day. She's like, Can I take the dog? And I was like, Yeah, maybe you can take the dog and drop her off at the motel I'm gonna be at and she's like I don't think the motel will take the dog. I'm like, oh, man, you know, I was like, you're right. That's too much to ask. And then I was like, uh, maybe, maybe you can bring some, she's like, maybe I can bring some stuff down there. I'm like, that would be awesome. So I can throw Cena in the cart and push her. And then we just decided it'd be easier if we just had like a 13 mile day instead of an 18 mile day. So she drove us five miles down the road. I didn't check my tire because I had forgotten that it was getting low. Hmm. Within about a mile, I have a completely flat tire. Not completely flat, but, like, not – the cart wasn't really working well. And I pull out my bike pump to pump it up. Nozzle falls out. I spent 45 minutes looking for it. It was like, this is never going to happen. It's all this tall, weedy, grass, slash, whatever it is, filled with rattlesnakes and you name it. Mm. And uh, I'm, like, never going to find this nozzle this tiny little black or gray nozzle that just blends in. So all these cars go by me, seeing me like, you know, searching and they just kind of, you know, almost hit me, not caring. Well, the woman who dropped me off happened to drive by again. And I knew she had a bike pump. So we were able to pump up my tire and get me the 13 miles down the road. And then the next morning I was able to pump up the tire again. Uh, long story short, got myself, on the windiest day, maybe 10, 12 miles, calling Amarillo people, because I was like, I have this tire going to be flat first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't have a bike pump, and I'm literally going to be in nowhere in Amarillo, like nowhere, in between Amarillo and like basically in nowhere. No man's land. So they came and got me, and then, so I did some backtracking today kind of thing. So anyways, yeah, possible flat tire, so I have to change the tube. But I got a new bike pump. I got some slime. Um, yeah. So all that is on the up and up, heading into the vastness of nothing. And then tomorrow I'm going to do some hiking because there's supposed to be thunderstorms. So the family I'm with doesn't want me to get too far just in case I need a half day. They'd rather have, like, me come back and um, stay with them again kind of thing. And then go out when the weather is good because they're very wonderful people. 
Like, I just find the best families to stay with. It's really kind of fascinating, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you have a real... Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's... Yeah. I mean, I met him in a brewery, so I knew I could trust him. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's how I judge people. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's something, you know, when I talk to someone who listens to the podcast, that's definitely something that people marvel at is just kind of your ability to uh, connect to people like that. And I don't think it's just that you're lucky. I think like you're just, you're good at it. Well, I think I, I mean, I think I have a good gut too. So like even when I am a bartender, like there's certain people that I can sit and talk to you for hours and other people where you're like, okay, well this has been fun. It's like three minutes later and you just kind of walk the other way. Mm-hmm. you just kind of there's just some people that you click with and with them it was like really quick it was like five six minutes you know she offered up a purse hook underneath the bar as soon as i sat down and they moved over a little bit so i could fit in better on saint patrick's day you know yeah and uh and we talked for five to we probably talked for 15 minutes and then as the husband was like leaving he's like you're more than welcome to stay with us and i was like well, all right, let's become Facebook friends and like work it all out. And then like as we get closer to Amarillo, you know, we all stayed in touch. Like him and his wife stayed in touch, and it just was just worked out. And like they have three beautiful daughters who love Cena and don't want me to leave. And I'm like, they're like, can you stay again? You know, I'm like, maybe I don't know, we'll figure it out. You know, um, so it's been really fun hanging out with the family, and even like I was working all day yesterday and so two of the girls came home from school so it was like me and the two girls and i'm like out on the front lawn doing cartwheels with them and everything like kind of like a babysitter but not because one of the girls is old enough to watch the other girl so i'm just like their new buddy mm-hmm. so and then they all came to the uh to the sporting goods store with me they're all like can we come to the store with you and i like made them write the list and then all right what's next on the list and like carry things so we all had we all went shopping for things at the, the sporting goods store, so it was kind of fun. <laughs> so turn in every week to hear her stories along the way as Lindsay walks across the USA. 